Hi, and welcome back to Aspire Pre-Med. I'm your host, Dr. V, and while this is a podcast about the paths to med school, I thought it might be fun to talk about the future a little bit. I know many of you are a long way away from deciding what type of medicine you want to practice, and that's okay, but you're also at this really unique stage in which you're going to be shadowing and seeking out clinical experiences. So let's step back and think about the whole point of all of that. These are really experiences for you to gain exposure to the depth and breadth of the many fields of medicine. These experiences may potentially impact what you decide to pursue. You may even meet a mentor, for instance, who might guide you in your career. And it may also expose you to examples of the opposite, fields you don't want to pursue, behaviors or habits you don't want to emulate because that's not in keeping with the physician you want to become. Regardless, the point is that there is so much value in the exposure you gain through shadowing and clinical experiences. So what I'd like to do in this series is talk about a few fields, maybe feature three or four per episode, uh, you know, fields that may not necessarily be on your radar. And that may be because it's not something you considered before or heard of. It may simply be a field that just doesn't get a whole lot of airtime on TV. I feel like when I was a kid, for me, the quintessential doctor was the pediatrician. So at a young age, I heard people tend to express wanting to become an internist, a brain surgeon, an OB, things like that. And of course, all of these fields are amazing, but there are a lot of other cool specialties out there. And hopefully, when we put out an episode in this specialty series, you get some inspiration for fields you could look into for shadowing or clinical experiences. So without further ado, let's begin with our first specialty, which is pediatric transplant hepatology. Anything with the root H-E-P-A-T-O refers to the liver. This is essentially a pediatric liver transplant doctor. So this is a subspecialty within pediatric gastroenterology. You first have to complete training in pediatrics, then GI, then you can carve out a niche training in liver transplant medicine. In kids, there is a number of potential causes of liver failure, whether it's infection, toxins, or a metabolic or genetic disorder. So the scope of your practice will likely include a multidisciplinary approach with other subspecialists, and that depends on what the cause is, of course. Transplant medicine is really fascinating, uh, you know, specifically the way we can modulate the immune system to avoid rejection, and the way that we could save people's lives in this fashion is just absolutely remarkable. So you really see a lot in pediatric transplant hepatology. The next field is anesthesiology. Now, I know many of you are saying, I know that one, but I mention it here because I don't know if people realize how huge the scope of this field is, right? When we think of anesthesiology, we often envision a physician in scrubs, mask, and a bouffant cap, and they're usually at the head of the bed in the OR, administering something to ensure the patient is properly anesthetized during surgery. But that's just one small part of it. Stepping back, it's the anesthesiologist's job to maintain your body's homeostasis, or equilibrium. They're ensuring circulation and oxygenation, and this is no small task. You really have to know physiology well, and you really have to know pharmacology well. That's basically the study of medications and drugs and their effects on the body. Imagine you're at the head of the bed and the patient's blood pressure is acutely tanking. With no time to waste, you have to figure out why. Is it blood loss? Is it something else? 
and you have to know what to give immediately to fix it. So it's really a job in which you have to be able to think quickly on your feet through some potentially complex situations. If you thrive under those circumstances, this may be for you. If a patient is decompensating on the wards and there's an issue with ventilating, anesthesia is usually the team you call during those codes to secure the airway. So it's a very hands-on field that requires proficiency in so many procedures that you have to execute in a moment's notice. These are things like securing vascular access, intubation, and so on. The other thing about anesthesiology is that there are so many specialties within it that you might not have realized. So there are the sort of obvious ones like pediatric, obstetric, or cardiac anesthesiology. But then you can also become an attending in an ICU because you have experience managing critically ill patients who require ventilators and all sorts of IV medications to keep them hemodynamically stable. That's one avenue. Or you could work in an outpatient setting, specializing in pain management, and help people that way. There's such a variety of things, and I think people don't realize how much. But at the heart of it, if you think you may be interested in physiology and pharmacology, consider learning about anesthesiology. The final field we'll talk about today is adult congenital heart disease. So we have cardiologists who specialize in adult cardiac issues, things like heart attacks or acquired valve-related issues or acquired heart rhythm issues, and this is a specialty of internal medicine. And then you also have pediatric cardiology, which deals with congenital heart disease. That's often uh, involving things like structural or heart rhythm issues that a child is born with. What happens, for example, when you're born with one ventricle rather than two? The physiology is completely different, and the surgical approaches are incredibly creative and innovative. Prior to the advent of these interventions, many of these newborns and infants simply didn't survive. However, now we have access to incredible technology and interventional approaches which are a complete game changer. But given the medical and surgical complexity, who oversees the care of these patients once they become adults? So to meet this need, we have the incredible field of adult congenital heart disease. And there you have it, everyone. Three unique fields that maybe you haven't considered before. Or maybe you have. Do let me know either way. And if you're enjoying this series and want to hear about more interesting specialties to explore as you navigate your shadowing and clinical experiences, reach out on Instagram at aspire.premed.podcast or aspirepremed at gmail.com. Hope you have a great week and I'll see you next time.